You're listening to Stepping Stones of Faith. I'm Pastor Josh. I would like to invite you to embark with me on a journey, a journey of biblical study. Through practical application of the Word of God, it is my prayer that you grow in greater relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Please join me as we journey to the next Stepping Stone of Faith. All right, good to see you today, Pastor Josh here. Hey, we're going to be uh, talking a little bit today about something, you know, I've been of late i've been been talking and thinking and praying and doing some things and and you know uh there's there's a lot of things that i that i that keeps coming back into my mind and a lot of those things that do are always about the importance of the word of god the importance of you know a good relationship with god in this life the importance of understanding that jesus christ is the central part or should be the central part of our lives. And, you know, if you follow the the YouTube channel at Stepping Stones of Faith, or if you follow the podcast on a regular basis, or if you follow anything that I'm doing, you would understand and you would see, and, and it would be a pattern, I guess, of the things that go on in, in my ministry, in my mind. I was talking on Sunday night, 11-3 on Sunday night, November 3rd, about the importance of a good relationship with God, a good relationship with Jesus Christ. If you want to listen to that podcast, I did make the video a podcast, and I made the, the videos available on my YouTube channel as well as on the Denoyer Family Devotions page. But there is so much of this importance of the understanding of what God expects from us, what God expects from myself, what God expects from you, what God expects from those whom he loves, and that is a good relationship with him. God expects a good relationship with us. How do we get a good relationship? And I've probably covered this before in this podcast, but I'm going to cover it again because it's really something that's there in my heart continually, and that is to spend time in the Word of God. Spend time in the Scripture. Spend time with God's People spend time with Jesus in the time of prayer. In my in my congregation, on a regular basis, we we do a couple of things. One of those things is the the statement, "God is good." God is good, isn't he? We always open up with that. God is good. And another thing that we always go on with from there is this statement by Charles Spurgeon. You know, it's so many things that Charles Spurgeon does did, and so many things we, I've read about Charles Spurgeon, one of the things that sticks with me like glue is a statement he made from a pulpit during one of his sermons, and it says to that, that it is okay to visit many good books, but we are to live in the Bible. We're to live in the Bible. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, if you think about that for a moment, and you think about what it means to live in the Bible, think about your house. You live in your home. You live in your house. Think about that in the context of, or perspective, like we talked about in the last podcast, the perspective of when you're in your home, and it's your home. You you feel comfy. You feel secure. You feel love. You feel everything that is good, you feel those things in your home, or at least you should, right? And so when it says live in the Bible, he is basically telling us we are to 
Go to God for those feelings of comfort. Go to God for those feelings of fear. Go to God for those feelings of discouragement. Go to God for all of those things and replace those things. The Bible is very, very explicit, I should say. I'm trying to think of words to say, and I'm sorry that's taking me a little bit to come out with words, but my mind is going faster than my mouth can speak. The Bible is full of things. You know, we, we, we go to God and we're to get the joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. We are to have the peace that surpasses understanding. When you're in your home, do you have joy? Do you have peace? Real peace in your home? You know, do you have, do you have a peacefulness in your home? Do you have joy in your home? Live in the Bible. Live in the Bible. Ask God for those things in your life. Live for, you know, live for God first and foremost. Live for God. Ask God to give you this opportunity to live for Him and to go in a greater relationship with God. Is that really what you desire? I hope it is. I hope it is. And the question that always plagues me and plagues my existence, I should say, is this question of do I view the Word of God in such a way that I live my life to the best of my ability for the Word of God and for what God would want me to do. Do I live my life in that such a way? Do I do that? If I don't, then there's got to be, something's got to change. What place does the Bible have in my life, Pastor Josh, what, what place does the Bible have in my life, the Word of God have in my life? And the question then I pose to you what place does the Bible have in your life? What place does the Word of God have in your life? And essentially, the thing that we're going to boil this down to is what place does Jesus Christ have in your life? What does he have in your life? Where is he at in your life? Is he first and foremost? Or is he on the back burner? Or is he in the end of the line? Does my agenda become before Jesus? Does my feelings come before Jesus? Does my discouragement come before Jesus? Do the things I have to do on a daily basis come before Jesus? Now, understand, I understand we have things to do. I understand we have things we have to, to work around. We have agendas. We have things that have to be done in the natural of our own existence. But those questions have to be answered. Does Jesus have first place in your life? Does he have first place or does he have second place or third place or last place? What does Jesus have in your life? Is your spouse more important than Jesus? Is your family more important than Jesus? Is your job more important than Jesus? Is your belongings more important than Jesus? If anything is more important than Jesus, then we have a problem. Then we have a problem. The Bible is specific. The Bible says in the book of James that everything good comes from above. And what that basically means is this, that if you have something that you consider good, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's your, uh, maybe it's your belongings, maybe it's the job you have. Understand that if you view it as good, you didn't do it on your own. You didn't do it on your own. God gave it to you. God gave you the ability to have the talent to land that job or to have the ability to be a loving person to get to have your spouse or have the ability to be able to produce children 
that you love and you enjoy. God gave you all of those things. No one else. No one else. We can sit back and we say, yep, look what I did. Look what I did. I am so talented. I am so talented. Look what I did. God gave you all of that. God gave you that. That's who did it. Not my, not, not, not myself for me, you know, or anything that I've done that I consider good. God gave me those things. God gave me those uh, things that I consider to be good in my life. That's what James says. Everything good comes from above. And, you know, we really need to think about that. You know, we need to, we need to, we need to, this, this season, you know, this Christmas season, we need to, to focus down. You know, we really do. We need to focus down and just become singular minded and focus on Jesus and focus on his life and what he gave up. You know, he gave up everything so we could have things that are good. Jesus had it good. Jesus had it really good. You know, the book of Isaiah talks about that. He says, when, when, when Isaiah talks about when the king, when, when King Uzziah died, I was caught up in a vision and I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple and there were seraphims and, and, and angels. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, they were flying around and saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. He had it good. He was he he left his heavenly home where he was where he was all supreme, all holy, all loved, all loving, all of left all of that so that you and I could have something good. Put that put that in into perspective of, of your life and of my life. He did that so you and I could experience something good. He gave it all up so we could experience something good. Isn't that wonderful to think about? So this Christmas season, as we're beginning to to get in the mood, and when you know we're starting in middle of December here, we're going to be getting you know children's programs and and trees are up and all these things. And what are, what is our focus? What is our focus? Is it on Jesus Christ? Is it on His love, His grace, His mercy, and His benevolence by coming to us as a baby, or is it on what we can get out of the Christmas season? So we need to boil it down, boil it all down, and boil it into this position of Jesus is most supreme. Jesus is the thing we are to focus into. Nothing else, nothing else matters but Jesus Christ, because everything we have is because of him. You see, everything we have is because of his sacrifice in the first place. So as you continue on your Christmas season and your Christmas uh your Christmas traditions, focus on Jesus, focus on him, focus on his life, focus on his, uh, his ministry, his death and his resurrection as you go through your daily routines and traditions of Christmas. As always, if you find value in these podcasts or videos or anything like that, please like, subscribe, and share to the YouTube videos if you find value in it and you listen to the podcast on Anchor or Google or Spotify or any of the major platforms, subscribe to the, to, to the podcast. I have podcasts coming out on a regular basis. There's a there's a, a plethora of podcasts ready to come out. They'll be there 
continually for you to listen. So subscribe to those things. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the video and all those great things. And I appreciate it. And so until next time, this is Pastor Josh. God bless.